We're through 60 minutes and beyond. This is the Flames Talk Post Game Show, now available on Apple and Spotify. Here's Pat Steinberg. Okay, couple of games in the books at the 2023 Young Stars Classic here in Penticton. As we uh, welcome you back to the South Okanagan Event Center for a second consecutive night, and uh, as we kick things off in a little Flames Talk post game show, a 4-3 overtime win over the Oilers prospects for the Flames prospects on this Saturday night, and we kick off our post game coverage here by uh, getting some instant reaction. Let's hear from Flames prospect forward Rory Karens, who joins us on the line right now after a 4-3 overtime win. Rory appreciate this I, i'm just first of all it had to be pretty cool to win the game win the game like that take us through this one for your group yeah for sure i thought from the start of the game we were much better top to bottom i thought uh, we had a good start which was a uh, huge for us coming off that uh, big loss the night before and uh, just kind of steamrolled into the whole game and power play was hot got a couple goals in the power play which is huge and penalty kill was pretty good too so uh yeah pretty good uh, game from our group there well, and I know that I'm curious what the message was because, you know, results are what they are in the preseason. But what was the message coming after that uh, loss to Vancouver on Friday night? Yeah, I think uh, just from not messages from staff, but I think just the whole team, we were kind of embarrassed and we wanted to come back and get a, a win here. So uh, that's kind of the mood was in the room. And then that's what we did tonight. So very proud of the group for uh, coming back like that. You, uh, you've you now played a couple of games uh, down the middle with Matt Coronado on the right side. How's, uh, how's that chemistry starting to build between the two of you? Yeah, obviously we got on the scoreboard tonight in the power play. I think me and Matt are pretty close, and uh, we like playing together. I think uh, obviously the first time playing together, so we're still getting fully getting our chemistry, but we're getting close. I mean, we're, we got some chances, we got some looks, and we just need some balance this year, but I think uh, next game will be good for us for sure. He's a great player. Um. I'm curious as to how you feel. You've been to uh, one of these before. You were at this event last year, Rory. How are you feeling now in uh, your second event? You've got an A on your shoulder. You're an alternate captain. What's uh, what's your what's your feel been like? How have you felt here? Yeah, obviously I feel a lot more comfortable. Uh, obviously being named a leader for, for this team is a huge honor and it's something I don't take lightly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, just comfortable and comfortable on the ice, knowing all the staff and everything and Feeling good, feeling good on the ice, just trying to do the right things out there, play the right way, and uh, my bounces will come here soon. So, uh, yeah, just trying to win the hockey games here. Final question for you. You spent your first year in pro hockey last year. You spent some time in Calgary. You spent some time in Rapid City in the in the coast. I'm just curious as to how you're approaching year two as a pro, Rory. Yeah, I think just taking it day by day. Uh, just put my best foot forward every day in practice and games and, trying to work hard and, and earn a spot uh, on the AHL team this year. And that's my goal. So I uh, just got to keep going here. And uh, I'm off to a good start, I feel like. So I uh, just got to keep going. Well, congratulations on picking up the win. Good luck in your final game on Monday morning, Rory. Thank you so much for doing this, hey? Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thanks. That is uh, Rory Karens, Flames prospect, joining us here from the South Okanagan Event Center in Penticton, where the Calgary Flames take a 4-3 overtime win over the Edmonton Oilers in Game 2 of the Young Stars Classic here uh, in Penticton. Uh, and I thought it was a, it was actually a really entertaining game. Um, you know, that game on Friday night was not so entertaining. I'll be perfectly honest. It was uh, it was a snoozer, and it's a 7-1 loss. And, yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot to write home 
about. There wasn't really anything that you came home from that game. Thing. Oh, geez. Well, you know, even the the players who did stand out or who might have stood out, eh, it was still a seven one loss. Whereas in this game, uh, there there were some really solid performances and uh, some really strong outings from different players. Let's start with the guy that is is obviously going to be the biggest name coming out of here with an opportunity to potentially make the team the make the big team and and play nhl games and that's matt coronado now in this game uh against the the oilers he did end up taking a couple of penalties he took a double minor for high sticking he took a hooking call so and the hooking call did end up uh going against them if i remember correctly power play goal scored on on that hooking call for coronado um so that's an area that yes you want to see cleaned up but I thought compared to Friday night against Vancouver, where I thought he actually had some really good moments in the first 40 minutes specifically, I thought in this game tonight against Edmonton took a step in terms of his offensive impact. He scored a goal, power play goal, nice shot, used a screen, and uh, picked a really nice spot and blew it past the Edmonton goalie. But it wasn't just that. He was around it. He had a number of good opportunities to let that very impressive shot fly. Some of them just missed. Some of them were stopped. But he looked dangerous far more often than he did in the first game. So I think that's important. And I also thought he played pretty well away from the puck. So, yeah, there's some details, things, penalties. But I thought Matt Coronado took a really good, uh, really big step from game one to game two. And, look, that's what this event is all about. We're not really all that worried about results. If you lose all three games, you win all three games yeah it is what it is it's it's not all that big a deal but if you're a player that is trying to earn an ahl contract or if you're a player trying to raise your stock in the organization or if you're in matt coronado's case and you're trying to make an nhl roster in your first year as a full-time pro well, you want to be a guy who stands out, and you also want to be a guy that can use these games and use it, use these games as a springboard, and use these games as something that can propel you into main camp. And that is that's the important thing when you talk about taking a step from game one to game two. So the fact the Flames lost on Friday 7-1 to Vancouver is what it is. In the long run, that score doesn't really matter. But the fact that a guy like Coronado, who you're really expecting to be a, an impact maker against this age group at an event like this, you want to see him be a little bit more of an impact maker. We'll see if he plays all three games or if the Flames opt to sit him on Monday morning. That's the next game the Flames play. The last game they play here at this event is Monday morning, uh, 11 a.m. Calgary time, 10 a.m. Pacific against the Jets prospects. We'll see if Coronado plays all three games or not, but you just want to see him be a little bit more and players like that be a little bit more... um, impactful especially if there's a game where they they weren't particularly impactful i thought he was okay against vancouver on friday but a big step in this game on saturday a few other players that i thought stood out a second straight game where there's no doubt and and part of it is because just naturally he is a really big guy but adam klopka Every time he's been here in Penticton, you go back to last year in his first time playing in this event or you go to this year 
Adam Klapka makes an impact, man. Like he, he, uh, he's a noticeable player. He was one of the kind of bright spots, noticeable guys in a good way in the loss against Vancouver. He was all over it in this game today. Obviously scores the overtime winner on the nice redirect on at the four on three, but he was physical. He had a number of good opportunities. Remember, he drew the penalty. If you watch the game on the web stream, he drew the penalty that led to the overtime power play. Klapka's a fascinating player. Like, he is, we know how big he is. We know that he's able to move pretty well for that massive size. That's a second straight uh, Young Stars classic that he's been a guy to watch. So I thought Klapka was an impact maker, um, and I thought he was fun to watch, and I thought that um, that was something that was a very big positive in both games for the Flames. I thought Lucas Siona was impactful once again. He's been a really nice story. He, you know, he's been he's been a guy sticking up for teammates. He's been physical. He's been really good down low just in cycling and protecting pucks. Uh he's they they've got something there. Uh he's a later round pick, but the Flames have something there in in Siona. I don't think there's any doubt about it. You take a look at what he did in the Western League what he's done in opportunities to impress in front of Flames management and coaching staff, just the the quality character that he is. He's been impressive, and he was impressive in this game once again. And, and just one final name to point out that I thought really stood out in this second game here at the Young Stars Classic, and that was the goaltender. Uh, Connor Murphy, who is an American League goalie or on an American League deal for the, uh, for the Flames. I, he's a Union College product. Uh, he came to... Um, he came to development camp this past year with the Flames, uh, this past July, and he's coming out of uh, uh, his time at Union College in the NCAA. I know the Flames and, and the goaltending department, Jordan Sigalette, Jason LaBarbera, Mackenzie Skapsky, the goaltending department for the Flames, really big on Murphy. An undrafted player, obviously. Um, he's uh, an American product out of, uh, out of New York and. He was really impressive, and and not to say that Radomski, who started the game on Friday, was the reason why they lost 7-1, but that was a really strong goaltending performance for Murphy. It was my first opportunity to see him in kind of high-leverage action like this, and I thought he looked really, really good, and I just know how big a fan the goaltending department is, the Flames goaltending department is on Murphy, and he looked really good. Just wanted to give a, a little bit of a kind of extra tap uh, cap tip to him ended up making uh, 21 stops when it was all said and done but a number of point blank stops thought he was really really strong for the flames between the pipes we're expecting uh yari kaikinen to get the start on monday morning they've got three goaltenders none of them are really prospects like murphy's 25 years old for instance there but they're here because look we know who the nhl goaltenders are it's wolf it's vladar it's markstrom so they brought three guys who are more in the AHL, ECHL conversation. We saw Radomski, we saw Murphy. Kaikinen backed up in this game on Saturday night, so we're expecting him to go Monday morning to wrap up this event against the Winnipeg Jets. It's Steinberg along with you, little uh, Young Stars edition of your Flames Talk post-game show on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's hear from uh, Trent Cull. He's the head coach of the Calgary Wranglers and the coach of the Flames here at the Young Stars Classic. He spoke post-game following the group's 4-3 over time win over Edmonton. 
That was great. I guess, uh, as the guys were just saying, it's nice to, to win this one. As, uh, for me, it's obviously a new rivalry, so it's uh, it's cool to kind of get it off, especially with an overtime win. Can you get a sense of, sorry, get a sense of the physicality and the intensity ramping up? Yeah, I thought it was. Like, compared to yesterday's game, I thought there was a little more uh, edge to the game, and I thought that was good for our guys, too, to be involved in that. Putting physical aside, I mean, what went right tonight with the guys? I just thought our... Uh, our habits were way better you know our compete level was way better so I mean I thought like last night we were kind of uh, nursing our way into the game and a little bit uh, nervous you know as a young team so I thought we were better tonight I thought we, we started better we I thought I liked how our especially teams got a little bit better tonight and uh, there's some good performances too like Nico had a, a good game Murph was in there too did a really good job on some of those back-to-back saves in the third period as well and it was a small sample size but what have you seen out of Ilya? I thought very small, but uh, kind of actually I, I I put him down in the lineup, but I told him I was going to use him in the PK, and I thought him and uh, I call him Dart, uh, but I thought those two did a really good job for us when there was a lot of specialty teams tonight too. Again, small sample size, but Matt Coronado, what have you seen through two games with him? And what, what What's his game about in your mind? I think that this was a better game for him. There's some more specialty teams, give him some space out there. I thought he's been getting better, like a little bit. We talked about that in the room, just uh, for all of us, better a little bit every day. And uh, I thought over the six periods he's played, I thought that was his best one at the end. And then Adam Klapka drawing some penalties, grabbing that last goal, of course. What have you seen from him that you like? Uh, you know, I, I really liked Adam's game yesterday. I thought he was a little slow getting going tonight, and then I thought he did a really good job, like not only uh, that one, but also on the Coronado goal. He was at net front there as well. He does a really good job. He's a big body. He's got a good stick. And I've been kind of finding my way with him because I've been using him a little bit on PK, a little bit power play. So he's, uh, he's played really well for us. I know it's a technicality, but how do you feel about landing your first win in the organization? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that we, yeah, we, we competed better. We, we were just more involved tonight. So I was happy that that was the big focus that we talked about over our meeting this morning. And it was nice to see the guys do that. There's Trent Cull. He's the head coach of the Calgary Wranglers. He's behind the bench for the Flames here at the Young Stars Classic in Penticton. They pick up a 4-3 overtime win over the Edmonton Oilers on the Saturday. So they're 1-1 one one at this event now this year. They've got one more game on Monday against the Winnipeg Jets. That goes at 11 a.m. Calgary time. You'll hear it right here on Sportsnet 960, the fan. And uh, we'll have a little Flames Talk post-game show following that as well. Looking forward to that. Um, and uh, we mentioned Adam Klapka. He uh, had himself a goal, the overtime winner. He drew, he drew the power play that ended up leading to the overtime winner. Good little power play movement with uh, Coronado kind of getting everybody to start moving around. Feed Etienne Moren at the point. Moren took the shot, knew he had Klapka in front, and Klapka with the nice little redirect, a good little selly afterwards uh, for to get the Flames the overtime win. But again, I thought Klapka was a really noticeable player for the Flames in this game, and I, I don't know if Klapka is going to be a guy that translates to the NHL or not. I don't. Because how can you know? It's it's still so early on. But when you take a look at that size and when you factor in the fact that he's got a decent amount of skill, he can move pretty well, 
I mean, I just I think he's one of the more intriguing prospects in the organization. I really do. I think that you know I, I would put him in the same category as a guy like Jeremy Poirier, because uh, or or even Moran. But I mean, I, Poirier's there because take a look at what he's done in the American League now in one year. He's already an All Rookie. He's put up great point numbers as as a twenty year old playing in the American Hockey League. And we also know there are parts of his game that really need to that really need to be to be honed in on and, and rounded out and the defensive side respectively, uh, specifically rather. So Poirier, really in really intriguing player. And Klapka because of the combination of size and skill and decent speed. Like you don't get that very often in a player. And so maybe it does end up translating to Maybe him getting a sniff in the NHL, maybe it doesn't, but it certainly seems like that uh, was a worthwhile signing for the Flames organization because he's uh, turned into a pretty decent, uh, decent-looking prospect. He'll go into his second year in the American League with the Wranglers this year, his second year playing in North America, and his second year playing pro. Uh, let's hear from Adam Klapka. He spoke post-game following a 4-3 overtime win for the Flames over the Edmonton Oilers. He scored the overtime winner. Here's uh, Klapka post-game just a couple of moments ago as well. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's every time when you score the first goal of the season, it feels pretty nice, so I'm really happy for that. Well, and just an overall big win for the team. Did it feel different tonight than it did last night? Yeah, I think we showed much better effort than we showed last 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 game, and I'm really proud of the guys that we didn't give it up and we, we fight to the end and we scored the, the, the final goal. What do you think was the biggest change from last night to tonight? I think we play much harder and we we play much physical than we than we did last game and I think that's that's why we win. What's your approach for this camp? You know, obviously it's a tune up for the main camp, but what are you looking to accomplish here that you can take into main camp when it opens next week? Like just to get back to my game of how I finished last year and I really like to be here, like you can get ready for the camp and you know get used to all your stuff, what you're wearing and all the systems. So yeah, I'm really appreciate I'm I'm here and I just do like everybody here. Just just try to do my best and show my best and obviously like keep the team winning. That's the I think that's the main point here. Are things generally for you more comfortable having a season under your belt? Yeah, yeah, it is for me it's uh, it's much better than start right away the main camp. So yeah, it's I like to be here. Getting a win under your belt tonight and grabbing that last goal is that getting you excited for the season coming up then? Oh yeah, I'm really excited. and definitely going to be dead mountain. So yeah, I'm really really happy for it. There you go. That is Adam Klapka. He scored the overtime winner for the Flames prospects who beat the Oilers 4-3 in overtime here at the South Okanagan Event Center in Penticton. Uh, game two of three for the Flames at the Young Stars Classic 2023. Game three is Monday morning. They'll play at 11 a.m. against the Jets prospects. We'll have that for you right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan will start with a little uh, pregame coverage for you at uh, 10 a.m. Why not? We'll go 10 to 11. We'll have a little 
pregame coverage, uh, and then Flames Talk will follow that game as well. Uh, so that's coming up on Monday morning. For now, we will uh, sign off. This is uh, your Flames Talk postgame on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, live right here on Sportsnet 960. The fan thanks to Izzam back in Calgary. My name is Pat Steinberg. Uh, the final score, Adam Klapka scores the overtime winner. Matt Coronado, a goal and an assist, and the Flames bounce back after a not-so-great start to the event. They beat the Oilers in overtime 4-3 here on a Saturday night. Overtime winner from Adam Klapka. Pretty fun game and uh, good little uh, good little stretches of intensity as well. We'll talk to you following the game on Monday when the Flames take on the Winnipeg Jets. Thanks so much for listening to your Flames Talk post game here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.